You're listening to Radio Influence. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. Hopefully everybody's wearing your masks, hopefully everybody's social distancing. Um, I don't give a shit if you're a Democrat or Republican, wear a mask. Listen, everybody keeps on talking about their freedom. You know, you're supposed to wear a seatbelt for a reason. You're supposed to not go over a certain mile per hour for a reason. It's It's to save you and others. And the mask's not about you. It's about other people. Talk about your freedoms. The people are dying, everybody, at a, at, a, at a drastic pace. And the people that are acknowledging or not acknowledging this thing obviously don't have anybody around them that's been affected because I have, and this is not a joke. When I'm sitting there watching television and I see a, a family or a couple that's been married for 52 years both die simultaneously in a bed this is not a joke. That's, that's, I mean, and I listened to their, their son talk about both, both his parents dying at the same time who had an unbelievable life and men in high school. And this is what takes them out. Uh, people are taking this thing lightly. And I, I don't, it's just, it's not a joke anymore. And, and listen, for the youngsters to, to take it lightly, I understand that. If I was 25, I probably wouldn't give a shit either. But when I hear older people talk about, well, it's because Bill Gates and it's the Chinese, who gives a shit who was and it doesn't matter why it's here. Well, let's handle it. Now it's here. Let's handle it. And let's handle it as grownups. Listen, eight members in Trump's, in Trump's camp, they come out positive. He still won't wear a mask. He, sa- he says it makes him look like the Lone Ranger. If he's not the dumbest some bitch out there, Lone Ranger wears mask obviously on his eyes not his mouth. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he had a friend or watched television at any time in his war in his world, but our president who's supposed to be our leader and I'm doing air quotes right now. Leaders are supposed to lead and our leader is telling us not to wear a mask. Almost. He's kind of stepping back and saying, you have all four masks. Bullshit. No, you're not. Give him more masks. Not one time. He's not for masks. He's not for testing. And he's not for telling us the truth either. The most important thing that we do going through this thing is that we tell each other the truth, that we make the right decisions. And when somebody's boldly lying all the time and everybody else has to cover up for it, it's not helping us. And lying has become the new truth in the United States of America. For him to say, for our president to say that everything is under control, shame on you. Shame on you when you say everything's under control. We have all these things. We have enough tests. And, you know, people are lining up at Tropicana Field at 7 o'clock in the morning for them to run out of tests at 8.30 in the morning. That's not under control. And for one side of the country to continue to make excuses for some racist bullshit, once again, I've had people say, well, do you think think Trump's a racist? Well, if Trump's not a racist, then I'm not ever calling anybody racist again. Because I'll be damned if everything around him ain't racist. 
you're going to retweet a tweet with somebody yelling white power. And then afterwards, the White House can talk about he didn't see it. You're the president. You're the president. Before you retweet something, watch the whole tweet, dumbass. He watched it. He knows what his base is. He knows who his base is. And how many excuses are you guys going to come up with over and over and over? Listen, if he's not racist, okay, then I'm dumb. But he aligns himself with racists. Sorry. If you support Trump, that does not make you racist. But I'll be bullshit if you don't think that he aligns himself with them. Without without them, he's in trouble. He loves the Confederate flag. Forget about, he said Black Lives Matter is hatred. But he's saving everything that's Confederate. Uh, Maybe I was born yesterday, I don't know. And this whole Russian bounty thing, I, I don't know where to go with this because if you guys remember back when, when they had the um, uh, the whole Joe Paterno thing uh, with Jerry Sandusky and Penn State, and people were defending Joe, uh, Joe Paterno, the long and short of it is this. If you're the boss and somebody puts on your desk something that's heinous and that everybody else in America would take care of and you don't, that's on you. So somebody approached Joe Paterno and said, I saw your coach raping a boy in the shower. At that point, it's on Joe Paterno. If that guy continues to coach, that's on Joe Paterno. He's the boss. If somebody puts something on our president's desk, talk about Russia has a bounty and is paying money to kill our troops. If the president doesn't read it, first of all, shame on you if you don't read it. I mean, that's what your people came up with this hypothesis. Shame on you if you don't read it. If you don't read it, shouldn't somebody in government say, hey, you have to read this. They're killing our people. So if he knew about it, it's ridiculous. If he doesn't know about it, it's ridiculous. And you can't keep on making excuses for inadequate moves for our country. That's causing deaths to our troops. Our troops, not someone else. Our troops. They're killing our troops and nobody gives a shit. I, I don't even want to believe it. When you hear stories like that, I shake my head and I don't get it. I don't understand why people are still defending. And, you know, when you're looking around our country, you know, they're talking about New York cutting a billion dollars in police funds and everybody's talking about defunding. And uh, let me tell you, everybody, less police isn't better. Okay. There's no doubt in my, in my mind that it has to be amended because the wrong people are making decisions. No doubt in my mind. Something has to be changed. Not eliminated people. New York has had a hundred more shootings this year than they had last year. Why that is, I don't know, but if you eliminate police, that ain't gonna make it better. Certainly will not. So watch what you you ask for because you could ask for less police, but when you call the police and they don't come, you're gonna wonder why they where they're at. Well, you got rid of them. There's ways to do it the right way. Defunding, I would put more money at the police and give them more money and treat them the right way and make them do the little things that would make them better as policemen, make them get involved in their community, stuff like that. That seems, you know, like common sense, but what the hell does common sense have to do with our world?
Now, if you're a NASCAR fan, and I am not, um, the whole shit that went out went down with Bubba Wallace being on the radio when it happened, and the whole story was there was a noose outside of his um, garage. Um, the the story ended up being that the noose was already there. And what's funny is I was on the air that day and I was talking about it. And this, the news was there was a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage. So I was speaking on that story. And the next day when everybody found out that the noose wasn't for Bubba Wallace and that the noose had been there, the people that didn't like what I was saying said, well, what do you think now? Like they'd won something. Like they'd gained something. Well, NASCAR fans, there was also a plane flying overhead saying defund NASCAR. And that's because you're eliminating the Confederate flag. There was Confederate flags littered up and down the streets. They had a woman outside selling Confederate flags talking about, I'm going to teach my kids to hate. So sorry if there's a noose and a black person thinks that it's a bad move. Sorry. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. And by the way, it's a noose. Why is a noose okay in any year? I don't give a shit if there's a noose in every garage. It's a noose. Okay? If I go anywhere and I see a noose, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Sorry. Then people are going to come at Bubba Wallace, talk about it was about he did it. Are you shitting me? As much crap as he's been through, you think he wants to be through more crap? And whoever, you know, it's going to end up being better because... I'm telling you, all this shit that's coming out, um, the, the, the right white people are doing the right thing because they're separating themselves, and that's what you should do. Not align yourself with racists. It's, it's time. I've never seen a time that's better than right now. Black Lives Matter, two, three months ago, was almost a curse word. Say something bad about it now and see what happens. Nobody can say anything about Black Lives Matter except for one person, our leader. He thinks it's hate. So go ahead and love him. I don't. If anybody ever wants to contact me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Got a bunch of other podcasts as well. And obviously the Ron and Ian show, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 on 95.3 FM and 6.20 AM. Hopefully everybody has a beautiful holiday weekend. Do yourself a favor. Be safe. Eat something beautiful. Stay away from the dumb fireworks. Gotta blow your damn fingers off and uh, wash your hands and wear a mask. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Peace out. Uh, flavor, flavor. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. It's flavor flavor bringing that flavor this is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The Patriots are always looking for bargains, always looking for opportunities of no-risk deals. This is a no-risk deal for the Patriots. Not a low-risk, a no-risk, as in N-O. Cam Newton, certainly with health issues, 
was trying to look to see if there was a starting opportunity and a salary commensurate with that, and he couldn't find. As he began to look around, there were some people that were at least floating ideas and perhaps backup roles and money that was not, while not officially offered, was at least in discussion. Make no mistake that Cam Newton was not interested in the contract that he got with the Patriots with another team, be it the Jaguars, be it the Bears, be it the Chargers and a couple of others. It wasn't in his eyes a fit. He sees it as an opportunity to rejuvenate his career and earn another contract after this year somewhere else. For New England, we know they like Jared Stidham. We don't know. They don't know how good he can be. Time will tell. That's a, there's no like, they got an answer. It's a secret. No one knows. It's, you have a feel, you like them, you think there's potential, you think it could really work out, but you don't know. It's a developmental process, so it takes time to develop. You think when you get ready to make a nice meal, you think this is going to be good. I've made this dish before. Sometimes you over-season it. It's not as good as the other time. You know, you never quite know, do you? The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.